I say that comparison is not the thief of joy. It's what you do with a comparison that matters. Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you, and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. Have you ever heard the um, quote that's often attributed to President Theodore Roosevelt? Comparison is the thief of joy. Or if you scroll Instagram there and follow anybody, anybody who um, works on personal growth or views themselves as inspirational, you'll, you'll constantly see these quote cards that are like, stop comparing yourself to others. Don't let someone else's success hold you back. And on and on, right? There's a million of these. Anytime I see uh, uh, like advice that's like, stop doing this thing, it's bad for you. I always think, wouldn't it be nice if it was that easy? Like, yeah, oh, okay. I'm just gonna stop comparing myself to others. As I got to thinking about that, I mean, first of all, I realized how hard it is because I did try to just stop and it, it didn't work out so great for me. But as I started thinking about it, I realized it's not necessarily the comparison that's the problem, it's your perspective about it. So does comparing yourself to someone else make you feel motivated or does it make you feel depressed? Does it make you feel like, like I can do this, I'm gonna keep going, I'm gonna be like that person or does it make you feel like giving up? Are you seeing your progress or are you seeing how you're failing? Um, have you ever been on Instagram? I keep using Instagram, any social media and seen someone's post about how they achieved a lifelong dream and they're like so excited and they're like, here's my finished book. It's the first book I've ever written. I'm so proud. And, and you're like immediately hit with like that green eyed monster of jealousy. Like you don't want it to be there. It just kind of hits you like right in the solar plexus and, and you're thinking, dang it. What's wrong with me? What's, what's wrong with me? Right? It's immediately about you and, and what's wrong with you. And you're thinking, you know, if she did it, what I, I, I've been doing this longer. I worked harder. Who does she think she is that she's art? I bet it's not even any good. I hope I'm not the only person that does that because if I am, then I have just admitted something terrible. Or alternately, have you ever been scrolling? and seen someone's posts and they're like, I did it. I just achieved my lifelong dream. I wrote my first book. And you know that person and you're like, oh, I am so proud of them. I am so happy for them, right? Maybe it's something you've already accomplished and you've been mentoring that person and bringing them along and now they've done it. And you're like, yes, good for you. And you feel happy for them and you feel motivated to keep doing your own work. Do you see how it's the same situation? It's almost identical situations, but how you react is what's different, right? The negative version used to happen to me all the time. I hate to admit it, right? But I, I have admitted that I was a, an extremely negative person for a very long time. And a big part of my transformation was learning to become a positive person. 
one of the things I had to learn was how to be happy for other people, like genuinely, how to, how to have comparison and, and not let it be something horrible and negative and ugly and disgusting. And what I had to do was I had to learn to change my reaction to the comparison, not to stop comparing myself, but to change my reaction. I had to learn to ask myself the question, is comparison helping or hurting me? Am I doing a favor for myself or am I sabotaging myself? It's really, it's all about reframing and changing how you look at things. So we're going to talk about three different types of comparison, comparing yourself to past you, comparing yourself to future you, and comparing yourself to others. And we're going to talk about is the comparison, is the comparison helping you or hurting you? Is it a favor for you? Is it a favor for future you? Or is it sabotage? And in general, if something is favor, it makes you feel good, right? It's going to feed your, your motivation. It's, it's going to feed your drive. It's going to make you feel awesome. It's going to show you um, something positive about yourself or about the world. If it's sabotage, it's going to make you feel like giving up. It's going to kill your motivation. It's going to make you want to lie on the couch and eat your feelings. If you are like Mel and sometimes your feelings turn into food and then they go in your mouth. I don't know. I know I'm not the only one with that issue, but that is not what we we're talking about today. So first, let's talk about comparing yourself to past you. And so just so we're all on the same page, there are three versions of you. Past you is any you before this moment in time, right? So it's little kid you, 10 years ago you, five minutes ago, getting ready to sit down and watch it. Watch me, um, you. Present you is just the one in the moment right now. And future you is a year from now you, 10 years from now you, 120 years old you. That's all future you. I realized that a lot of comparison it's not just about other people. It's about other versions of ourselves. And we can turn that comparison into favors or we can just as easily turn it into sabotage. So let's talk about comparing yourself to past you. Let's say you're doing a comparison where you're seeing where you were versus where you are now. And I'll use the example of writing a book again. So where you were, you know, past you started on the book some amount of time ago right? Present you hasn't finished the book yet, but has done a lot of work on it. If you want to sabotage yourself, you'll look back at those two points in time and you'll say, what is taking me so long? Why haven't I worked harder? Why isn't it done yet? What's wrong with me? You'll look at that amount of time and it will become a failure, right? If you want to do a favor, for yourself, you compare yourself to past you and you see your progress. Past you didn't even have a book at all. Now present you has half a book. Good job. Good job, self. We are making progress. Let's say you're comparing yourself to past you and you, and you see, again, we're looking at where you were versus where you are now. But instead of seeing progress, you see a regression, okay? So I like to run. 
I didn't like to run. Then I learned to be a runner. Then I stopped running. Okay. I started running again. And guess what? My times are super slow in comparison to past Mel. So I could look at that and I could say, well, of course, Mel, of course you're slower. You stopped running and you got fat and blah, 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 right? I could say all kinds of horrible things to myself. Of course you're slow, right? Might as well give up now. Or I could look at that and I could say, you know what? If she did it, if she ran a 5K, I can run a 5K. She did it before, she's me, right? I did it before, I can do it again. So you can compare yourself to past you and you can give yourself grace and you can see evidence that you've done it before and you can do it again, right? Let's say you wanna look back at past you and there's a difficult season that past you went through. Maybe a difficult event, maybe an emotional time in your life, maybe a long and difficult season. It's very easy to look back at past you and from your place of comfort, from your place of 20, like hindsight is 2020, from your place of being older and wiser, look back at past you and be like, you know what? You did not handle that well. You said things you should not have. You were unkind to people. You let your anger go all over the place. Boo, boo past you, right? Or you can look back at past you and you can remember <clears throat> that it was a chaotic or difficult time. You can look back at past you and you can say, you know what? I hope that if I ever have to go through a difficult situation like that again, I handle it better. I hope I handle it in these better ways, but I know I was doing the best I could at the time. The thing is, most of the time, we are doing the best we can. Most people, most of the time, are doing the best they can. But we often fail to give ourselves the credit. So look back at past you and give yourself some credit. For my students in Unlock Your Five Star Future, we go through a past you performance review. This is a whole lesson and a whole big worksheet because this is a place we can really get hung up where we, we beat ourselves up for our past behavior. Well, past you was younger. Past you didn't have as much experience, right? How can you give past you some credit and some love? And so what I'm gonna suggest to you watching right now is that you write a letter to past you. Whatever, while I've been talking, whatever kind of event has popped up in your head, right? And we all have those times in our lives where we're like, ooh. Even if that time in your life was an hour ago when you got really frustrated with a dog and you might've screamed at them, or maybe I am the only one that's like, get out of my way. Just get out, I'm just trying to get to the phone, get out of my way. Ooh, I felt that. Um, write a letter to past you about all the ways you admire the way past you handled the situation. Dear Pastmo, I know that you were doing the best you could 
and you were hungry and the phone was ringing and you knew it was an important call and the dog tripped you. It's okay. It's okay that you said some things that you wish you hadn't. All right, everybody's fine now. Okay, hopefully, you know, maybe that's the letter you need to write. Maybe, maybe your letter's more serious than that, right? But I am serious about that exercise. Write a letter to, to past you and give her some props, give her some credit, give her some love. If you're ready to achieve your big dreams, it's time to join my DIY coaching program and accelerate your progress. What's that? You wanna know how a coaching program can be do-it-yourself? I'll tell you how. A coach's job is to ask you questions and help you figure out what's going to work for you while also teaching you the methods for overcoming your roadblocks and creating a future you are going to love. There's no one size fits all solution. That's why I designed Unlock Your Five Star Future the way I did. I created eight weeks of video lessons to handle the teaching part and over 100 pages of worksheets to ask you all the right questions to help you uncover your potential, unlock your motivation, find your focus and achieve your dreams. It's all about you. The best part is you can get started right now and work at your own pace. You'll pay once and get lifetime access. What are you waiting for? Go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash unlock to join now and start living your version of your best life. Now let's talk about comparing yourself to future you. Comparing yourself to future you. It's, it's great and amazing and I think vital to know where you're going. Uh, this is this is one of the number one things I talk about, right? I ask you questions to help you figure out what's your version of a meaningful life. Who is the truest version of you? Where does that person live? What does that person do for hobbies? What does that person do for a career? Who does that person love? I ask you those kind of questions because clarity builds your path, right? Clarity helps you make decisions so that you know what to do in your life. And if you find that you're lacking in that clarity, please make sure you go to meljolly.com forward slash journal and download the Becoming Future You journal. It's totally free. But let me ask you some of those questions to help you get clarity. So one of the things that I teach you is to compare yourself to future you, right? So obviously I don't think all comparison is bad. But let's say you compare yourself to future you. And I'm always telling you to see the gap right? See what's different. Well, if future me has hobbies, right? Future Mel has all these hobbies she enjoys and, and present me has no hobbies. Okay. Well, clearly to close the gap, you got to get a hobby, right? And you got to find a hobby you actually enjoy, which might mean trying multiple hobbies till you find something that works for you. When you compare yourself, present you to future you, you see what needs to change, and then you can take action. That's a favor. That's positive. But a way to sabotage yourself when comparing yourself to future you is to berate yourself for not closing the gap yet, okay? You would berate yourself like by saying, 
Why don't I have hobbies yet? What's wrong with me? I've known for three years that future me has these amazing hobbies and I haven't done anything. See, that voice, that voice in there can be so rude and so mean, right? I'm sure you have done a lot of stuff. So sabotage is berating yourself for not closing the gap. All right, so, oh, quick note, if that's you, and I'm so familiar with that voice because I get impatient, right? I'm so good at seeing the future, so good at seeing where I am, I'm so good at seeing what needs to happen to close the gap, and then I am horrible about being patient enough for the work to work, right? I'm always like, why aren't, crack the whip, why aren't I there yet? If that is also you, it's gonna be extra important that you practice seeing your progress, that you make a daily or weekly practice, right? Of journaling or whatever it takes and seeing what you've done. I started my staycation last week uh, with the plan to start my next 12 week year. And that's based on this book, The 12 Week Year by Brian P. Morin and Michael Lennington. Anyway, the premise of the 12 week year is just that you plan for only 12 weeks so that you plan action items and you are more realistic with your goals. Instead of planning for a whole year, when, you know, in March, when you start to get like tired, I mean, you've been working on the goal, but you're like falling a little behind, but you're like, it's fine because August me is going to have so much time. September me is going to have so much energy, right? You're just putting on future use plate and that almost never works out or it doesn't work out in a way that's not stressful, right? The 12 week year doesn't allow you space to do that. So I was closing one 12 week year. I was going to start the next one. I should have looked at my 12 week year, my previous one and noted everything I had done right at the beginning of my vacation. Instead, I waited three or four days because I'm like, I'm so tired and can't deal with it. I'm just gonna sit on my deck. But as soon as I went through my past 12 weeks and, and listed out everything I had accomplished, it was so much stuff. It was so much stuff, right? So many things I could feel good about. So, if you find that you're the kind of person that gets impatient and you're the kind of person that berates yourself for not having closed the gap yet between present you and future you, note your progress and do it more frequently. For me, I'm now gonna do it weekly instead of waiting 12 weeks and then being too tired to deal with it right away. All right, favor. Again, favor is seeing the gap and working to close it. So let's say, you know, future you is an amazing writer. You can just visualize it. Future you writes these books that are like so clever and such page turners and they're so funny and they're amazing, right? And people can't get enough of them. Sabotage would be trying to skip the process of becoming an amazing writer. Here's what I mean. Sabotage would be trying to now, present you, write the book that five years from now you is capable of writing. This is where we can fall into perfectionism, right? I know plenty of people 
who have been writing the same chapter, the same first chapter of their book for years. They've been polishing it for years. Same first chapter. When I found myself falling into that same trap with anything I've created, it's because I'm trying to do what future me is capable of. I'm trying to skip the process. If you want to be an amazing writer, you have to practice. You have to write. You have to educate yourself, right? You can't write the book that future you has written or will write because at that point in time, future you has already written five or 10 books. You know what I mean? Future you has already practiced with five books. That's why she can write that book. Does that make sense? You can't skip the process. There actually are a lot of shortcuts in life. That's what courses are, right? Courses are where somebody compiles all the information you need into one tidy little place. And then you're like, please take my money so that I don't have to spend four years figuring this out on my own. That's what my course is. I pulled myself out of my funk of negativity. I got myself unstuck, but it took me like five years to do it because I'd read this book and I'd read that book and I'd follow this person. I, because I, I didn't have, I didn't find a course that was there for me that was like, oh, everything you need in eight weeks. So there are shortcuts. There's no skipping deliberate practice. You can't like by osmosis and no effort become an amazing whatever. And if you want to learn more about that, I recommend this book. It's called So Good They Can't Ignore You. And it's by Cal Newport. Cal Newport. He's mostly known for deep work and digital minimalism. But this one, So Good They Can't Ignore You. Um, great book about deliberate practice, but the title comes from a Steve Martin quote. People would always ask Steve Martin, like, how do you get on this show? How do you, how do you get your big break in comedy? And he would say, be so good. They can't ignore you. Practice, become amazing at the thing you do. So favor when comparing yourself to future you, seeing the gap creating strategies to close it, sabotage, berating yourself, or trying to skip the process. Now, last but not least, let's talk about comparing yourself to others. Comparing yourself to others, okay? When it comes to comparing yourself to others, you know, this, this Instagram scrolling or being with your friends, if you want to do a favor for yourself, you say, you know what? If she's done it, so can I. That example I was using earlier, you see the person who accomplished your exact dream, right? And you think if they've done it, if they started a podcast or an Etsy store, I can do that. This is what mentorship is. It's, it's finding someone who's done what you've done and letting them help lead you, right? This kind of is a shortcut. It's, it's letting somebody say, oh, you know what? In my experience, that doesn't work, but this does. Keep going. It's just a lot of times our mentors now don't even know that they are our mentors. They're just people on the interwebs, right? How, how many romance authors look up everything Nora Roberts says? She's their mentor, but she doesn't even know they exist. 
right? And that works fine as long as you turn it into something positive. If she's done it, so can I. Sabotage would be saying, you know what? I'll never be as good as she is. She beat me to it, so now there's no point, right? If, if you have the idea for this podcast or the Etsy store or this specific book, she's beat me to it, so there's no point. That's the epitome of a scarcity mindset, right? That says there's not enough to go around. There can only be one. It's not your idea that makes you special. It's your execution of the idea that makes you special. If I thought, um, you know, there can only be one person on YouTube talking about personal growth, there'd certainly be no point for me to be on YouTube, right? But nobody else is Mel. I'm the only me. I'm going to say things in different ways that will resonate with certain people. It'll resonate with the people it's supposed to resonate with. And the other person will say something in a different way that'll help somebody else. It's Scarcity mindset says there can only be one. Abundance mindset says, I'm the only me. You're the only you. Nobody can take that from you. Comparison can be a favor for future you if you frame it positively, right? There's no, there's no stopping comparing yourself. Or I don't think there is. Somebody can tell me how to do it. But I don't think we need to because comparison, if you frame it positively, can be a huge favor. And and do you see how everything we talked about, it's just perspective, right? It's just reframing. It's going from saying, oh, I can't believe I've only come so far. What's wrong with me? To saying, I have come so far. It's practically the same words, right? but it's your attitude. It's, it's how you either heap love or hate onto yourself. And that's really what it all boils down to. Like, that's my challenge for you this week is to ask yourself the question, am I being a cheerleader for myself or am I, am I bringing myself down? Am I being a hater? Am I berating myself? Am I trying to flog myself into success? When it comes to comparison, just ask yourself, is this making me feel good? Is this making me feel motivated? Or is this making me feel like I should give up? That's really what it all boils down to. It's not the comparison that's good or bad. It's what you do with it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, you also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're going to have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, be sure and download the free Becoming Future You journal at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash journal.